following is a special presentation of the Benefit of the Dowd podcast. From Chicago, it's the Doubting Thomas podcast with Clifton Thomas and your host, Hello and welcome to the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap. I'm your host, Adam Dowd, and joining me as always is co-producer, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and give him the title, co-host, Cliff Thomas. How you doing, Cliff? Upgraded. You just got a promotion on air. Isn't that amazing? How cool. And great news, you're going to get twice your salary that you got before. Yeah. So now I have to pay twice as much to Patreon? Exactly, exactly. Uh, Anyway, so, no, uh, so, uh, congratulations. Congratulations. Welcome, everybody, to uh, the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap. This is the New Year's Eve show, kind of, sort of. It's about as New Year's Eve as we're going to get on this podcast, and it's about as my birthday as we're going to get on this podcast, because my birthday is still a mere four and a half hours away. But uh, tonight is what worked, so we're going to go with what what works. So happy December 29th to everybody. Happy happy, uh, uh, almost birthday to you, or... Happy birthday to you, or happy, or happy after birthday to you, depending on when you're depending are on when people are this. listening to exactly. this. Yeah, there is a, a decent chance this might come out before New Year's. I don't know, possibly. <laughs> I actually don't have a lot lined up for New Year's Eve, so like before midnight, so I could probably get this knocked out. Anyway, that's planning. We don't need to talk about that on the air. So uh, we Christmas just came and went. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy. Uh, Chris Mahanaquanzica to everybody. Um, so uh, uh, I, I know I got some some decent stuff. Um, any anything you wanted to share share with Cliff from the uh, from the holiday? Well, I got a really nice sweater. I got uh, some beautiful blue socks from my daughter, which she bought from like the the Santa shop at the school. She's six, so that that works. Yeah, great. And then, those Santa uh, shops are adorable. You know something that was really good that I got actually. Um, not a sponsor, but Squatch Soap, um, which I don't know. that it's, it's one of those that you see a lot on like uh, Instagram ads and things like that. But I, I fully endorse it. It's really good stuff. Like I've been yeah. really been enjoying it. And then, you know, I'm pretty good at getting myself presents. <laughs> right. So, and I, I just uh, set up tonight. Year round. <laughs> mm. uh, I set up uh, Stream Deck. I got I got the I think it's a Stream Deck version two. It's not the plus or one of the, or one okay. of the really really fancy ones. But uh, so far I'm I'm really excited for it, and, I, and I'm getting in some some uh, uh, Elgato, which is uh, the same company um, lighting. Actually, that's that. So the next time you see me, I'll be beautifully lit, and and I think that actually integrates with the Stream Deck. So I'll be able to just reach and press a little button and and uh, turn those on and off, which is pretty cool. So, but yeah, yeah. I, had a, I had a good Christmas. Um, other than my sink drainage froze, and it just it finally just unfroze. Ooh, that's no way. Today, <laughs> yes. I, well, I got to eat out a little bit. <laughs> Side benefit, I guess. So, how was your Christmas? It was good. It was good. I mean, speaking of like Christmas presents, but doing look at that. What the like, hell? Yeah, I didn't even think so, about that. I forgot about that. Yeah, Mister Mister Cliff. Um, the, the jerk that he is surprised me with a uh, with a Christmas gift. Uh, this is a road. What, 
shoot. It's an NT NT one plus. Yeah, you know what it is. I don't I don't do gear. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's a Rode microphone to go along with the Rode headphones and like Rode is like the the premium podcast gear brand you know like you've got the you know the blue microphones the yeti is like kind of like your standard like i need a podcast mic what should i use oh here's a here's a blue yeti but road you know they they up it a little bit and i think i think you'll notice i sound a little bit better actually a lot of it better to be totally honest but i um, I think if anything we'll, we'll just we'll sound um more like we're we're on the same page audio wise yeah right right i will not sound like crap anymore as cliff put it off air no he didn't he didn't, <laughs> didn't say, say that, that but, i didn't but, say that i you know i have to admit i'm gonna miss the elvis mic it is such a conversation starter because like every podcast that i've been on everyone's like whoa what microphone is that and i'm just like yeah but anyway, so no, this is this is a great mic um and like what else did i get i don't know my, my wife got me a bunch of Lego stuff galore. You can see uh, one of them is behind me oh, next to Baby Groot. Yoda. I got a Baby Groot to go with the Baby Yoda, um, and uh, and uh, another Lego set which oh, it's behind my head. There you go. It's the 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 Boba Fett spaceship guy. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell what that was. <clears throat> yeah. So um, and like you know, my wife got a, a few of the other things on my Amazon list, which were naturally techie because that's what's that's what I do but I don't have Mr. Review Cam up and running so I can't show you the new mouse the desk size mouse mat that I got which is basically a world map but what I didn't realize at the time when I added it to my Amazon wish list was it actually has time zones on it hmm. so like I can I can look and see oh China is 8 hours ahead of uh, GMT and I'm 5 hours behind GMT so that's 13 hours you know I can I can do hmm. that math now which is uh, which is very handy actually <laughs> So I plan to uh, get some mileage out of that, but uh, yeah, uh, just you know, it was, it was overall it was a good uh, it was a good uh, a good Christmas. I I feel like I have off years and I have on years when like I you know I feel the Christmas spirit and I don't. And I think actually, we'll probably longtime listeners might remember last year was definitely an on year. This year was kind of a kind of a little bit of an off year, but that's okay. 2022 was a bit of a challenge. <laughs> So, I, it's, yeah. I think it was a challenge for a lot of people. I'll tell you, if, if, uh, just as an aside, I, so the day after Christmas, my, my daughter and, and my wife uh, went up to visit their family. So I, I've had the house to myself for the past week or so. And so nice. <laughs> so the day after Christmas that evening, actually it was four in the morning of the day after that. So te- so I'm I'm fast asleep and I hear this gigantic crash. And my cat had climbed the Christmas tree and knocked it over and broke. <laughs> it turns out a whole bunch of um, of uh, ball of bulbs of um, uh, um, ornaments. Ornaments. There we go. That's the word. Okay. That's the That's word. That's the word. The ones that were kind of special to my wife. As it turns out, she she got Ooh. back today, and I'm like, I'm not sure which ones got broken because they were all so busted that it was just oh, it was all just that was left for the little hanger is just glass. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, oh, and I, I mean, I'm up at four in the morning, like sweeping everything up so that I'm not basically stepping on broken glass when I get up the next day. So, needless to say, I I still don't feel like I've caught up from that morning, <laughs> like mm. sleep wise. But mm. anyway, indeed. Indeed, yeah, and sleep wise, don't even get me started. Like, you know, you know why I can tell that I've had such crappy sleep is because of my wearables that I've been wearing the Garmin and the Apple Watch. And uh, it's funny, as you looked up, 
<laughs> like I can't believe he just segued like that. The the camera zoomed in on you, <laughs> and it was just like it was it was like such cheesy like '90s co- cop drama, like dun dun dun. But yeah, so that is the segue. That that is the segue, and uh, this is the hill that I'm dying on. Uh, anyway, so no, what we're here to talk about uh, mostly for this particular show is the we did our Apple Watch Series Eight review mm-hmm. over the over the over the this this month in December it was I think it went live about a week and a half ago or so and you are still wearing it as we speak I've got my Apple Watch SE as right here and uh, we also talked about Garmin um, because I was in the process of, of reviewing the SQ1 SQ2 sorry Garmin uh, the Garmin SQ2 which is Garmin's second square faced watch um, oh, for Slash Gear okay yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I just, I had just either was finishing up the review or was going to had finished the review, whatever. And like, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm. This is such an interesting question to me because we talked about this on the podcast. Like mm. the app support with the Apple Watch is just unparalleled in any other wearable form but the battery life on a garmin is insane like it's it's you know better than fitbit better than samsung better than just about everybody it it's to the point where and this is such a first world problem thing to do but when i go to ces next week i'm wearing the apple watch while i travel and wearing the garmin when i get there Because, like, I want the app functionality while I'm actually right. traveling, and I want the d- the battery life um, durability when I'm actually on site. So it's like, you know, it's, again, a first-worldly problem. But, like, I just... <clears throat> after I finished my SQ2 review, I kind of didn't want to go back to the Apple Watch, you know, because it's just... it Because just, of the battery life? Primarily because of the battery life, gotcha. because I can go to sleep any time and not have to worry about, oh, do I need to plug in my watch for an hour before I go to sleep? Right. Or do I need to plug it in for an hour after I wake up? It's just, it's so, it's so refreshing. And like, I used to be the person who would always be like, oh, you don't need more than a day of battery life because you can charge it overnight, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, once you throw sleep data into that mix, you're you're killing that argument. Right. And that's the thing. I think it's it's something that if, if you've been using a smartwatch like the Apple Watch um, or or any Android Wear watch, really, I, I don't think you realize how freeing it is to have a smartwatch or or a feet. It's funny. I almost think of like the the a watch like what you have is like in, in in the same parallel as a feature phone versus a smartphone, right? So, yeah, I would call what you have on right now that well on, on one of your wrists i would call a garmin more of a, a feature watch right um <laughs> but once you use one of those and and have that the length of battery life that it has it really yeah it just it it feels like you're untethered mm-hmm. oh absolutely and and the other thing is it's it's the argument that in my mind is key is the battery life sacrifices that are made for a air quotes traditional smartwatch and at this point i think apple is the only one that has the appropriate functionality in order to justify those battery 
those battery life woes like a Samsung totally does not yeah. a good the Pixel Watch definitely does not. And you know, just to give an example, Christmas, I was using a smart meat thermometer that I reviewed for I think for this podcast like a year two years ago or something like that. The thing was actually 2019, so maybe even three years ago. Uh it's called the meter. And uh <laughs> you know, link in the show notes. And it's um Sorry. It's a it's, it's a, a smart, pun name. I love it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Um you 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 know, you put it into you put it into the meat, you set up your cook on the app, and then the uh, the charging base for the meter is a Bluetooth re- repeater. So you put the Bluetooth repeater up next to your stove and then you can go all around the house and <laughs> you know, it 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 helps you cook and we had a roast beef that was cooked to perfection. Thank you meter. But at one point I was just like you know what? I think while I've been scrolling through the apps on my watch, I think I actually saw that there was a meter app on my watch. <laughs> and sure enough, there's a meter app on my watch that told me how much time was left in my cook, what the ambient temperature was, what the internal temperature was. And like, I'm just like, you got to be effing essing me. <laughs> like, I, I, I can check on my roast beef on my watch, people. <laughs> Like, show me another smartwatch anywhere that will do that, because you can't. (laughs) I mean, it really is. Like, I think you're absolutely right. The the point that you made about the the trade-off in in the uh, rich functionality that you get with um, app support with the Apple Watch and the integration uh, is really the only way to justify having a a smartwatch that, that has that, you know, kind of battery life versus a feature watch like a Garmin or or, or a Fitbit or a Fitbit right mm-hmm. yeah but like and and the thing is with like Garmin's and Fitbit's and like Mi Bands and stuff like that you can get four or five six days even a week out of them and that's okay like that's a good battery life like that's a decent amount of battery life that you can you know not worry about it for a long time and then like oh yeah i guess i should plug this in you know at some point whereas and you know i don't want this to be a crap on android wear or a crap on wear os podcast but like Wear OS doesn't meet either of those criteria. It neither has the long battery life, nor does it have the functionality and app support that Apple has. It's just, it has the crappy battery life that the Apple Watch has, (laughs) and it has, like, I guess the fitness functionality that the that the other ones have, but so does everybody else. There's just like, what are you doing? Wear OS? I guess is, I maybe that should be the title of this podcast. What are you doing? Wear OS? I think, I think the, uh, (laughs) The one trade-off is that, at least with with Wear OS, you have um, potentially uh, more style options, right? Compared to yeah, more more style options, and like some of the functionality is there, like the you know the ability to reply to notifications, the u- ability to use um, 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 Google Assistant, which is still only there on a couple of different mm-hmm. smartwatches, not rolled out wide. It's only yet two, if you're counting yeah. Samsung's models as one you know, overall. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like it's that's not even there yet. But you know, the ability to like write out a reply to it. You can't do that on a Garmin. And you know, that's 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 a good thing to have. That's a valuable thing to have because sometimes, you know, you just wanna although with this Garmin Do you um, have like Alexa or something built into it? Any kind of voice assistant support with it? With you know, it has models? voice assistant, but I'm not sure hang on a second. <laughs> Try all the different names. 
<laughs> What's the weather like outside? Ladies and gentlemen, Siri, thank you very much. <laughs> God, you're such a moron, Siri. So, like, but so this guy. I thought that actually, was your watch. <laughs> the, it is the watch. It's using so I, oh. the only I've, I've only ever used the Garmin with an with an Android fo- phone, and it always accessed Google Assistant. So I wasn't sure if it was going to do Google Assistant or if it was going to do Siri because it was paired to an iPhone. Now, as it turns out, it does Siri and Siri's a moron. So <laughs> um, that's where that result comes from. But uh, I was just curious because I like I had never tried it. But if you it this is one of the first Garmin's that has a microphone in it so mm. you can make and receive phone calls with it and stuff like that. So, but if you push down push and hold this middle button, that's what how you access your assistant. So you can even do that with with the Garmin watch, which is, you know, a step above what you could do with like a Fitbit a Fitbit and other stuff like that. It's not terribly useful, especially when Siri's on the other end of it, but it is what it is. Well, I know I think I think some Fitbit, well, Respond to that. <laughs> yeah, you, that's okay. Nobody asks you anything ever. Siri. Shut up, Siri. Oh, God. No, I, th- I do <laughs> think at some point that, uh, and it might have been before Google purchased uh, Fitbit, but at some point they did have uh, Alexa built in. Okay. Yeah. And if, and I'm, I, and if I'm triggering think... Alexa for somebody, I apologize. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, and I think they might, there there are some smartwatches out there that actually still do have Alexa mm-hmm. built in. Which, you know, is fine. I find Alexa to be useful like when I'm shopping or asking about the weather and not really much else. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I just, you know, it's kind of like when, when you've got Google Assistant and then everybody else mm-hmm. it really does. Uh, although Google Assistant has been, have you asked a, a smart screen what time a store opens recently? No. So I've been doing that on a Google. I've got a Google Nest Hub here, and I've got the Lenovo smart screen upstairs in the kitchen. Whenever I at, here, watch. Okay, Google. What time does FedEx open tomorrow? Showing pictures that match. <laughs> yep, and it comes up with a picture of a FedEx logo. How nice. It has been doing that for like a month and a half now, and I have no idea why. And it's just on the smart displays? It's just on smart displays. If I huh. ask a phone, it will tell me what the hours are. But it's just deeply weird, and I have no idea why that's broken. Ladies and gentlemen, and, the state of modern technology. And, you know, I, I've tweeted to Google. I, you know, there's probably a Google contact that I could reach out to if I really wanted to run this down, um, if I wanted to play the press card on it. But I really, I guess I probably should, actually, because there's potentially, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people that are having a really bad experience at this right now. So maybe I should just ask. I should see if Google's at CES, actually. Because hmm. Google has been at CES. In the past. I'm sure they will have some kind of presence there, yeah. But anyway, that's not neither here nor there. What we're here to talk about is wearables and, and specifically, like, what's the trade? I mean, like, where is the – where do you stand in terms of, like, battery life versus – um uh, versus functionality, like where where do you think where do you think you like? Because I you have I don't know if you've used a lot of fitness trackers. You've mostly used smart watches. Here's the thing. Okay, I I have owned as you know, and I I said this in the Apple Watch review uh, recently that I've owned quite a few 
non-Apple smartwatches, right? Most of which have been uh, Wear OS. Yeah. Or or uh, Android Wear, depending on the, when when it was. Same thing. Right, yeah. yeah. But I, I have always found that I end up just not wearing it very often. And, okay. and some of that was because of the battery, right? Like the fact that it, I mean, I've never had a smartwatch even now that lasts longer than two days. And, sure. and I, I think even if it was just subconsciously, it was because, um, well, well, actually there were two things I'll say, this is like an aside, but with Android where it was such a pain in the, in the butt to have to like, if I, because I do switch smartphones quite often or I did, and you had to reset your, your, uh, Wear OS yeah. smartwatch in order to use it with something else, and so it was just uh, kind of annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Um, so that was part of it. But I, I would just find myself like I'd, I'd get excited and wear it, about, wear it for about a month, and then not wear it very often. And so with the Apple Watch, this is really the first smartwatch that I've worn consistently because I, I guess I find that I get <laughs> enough value out of it to wear it every day. And okay. I, and, and I have said previously also that I, I am not a fitness person, and so. I can't remember the last time I used anything from Fitbit or the competition. So while I would appreciate the um, the battery life, I don't think that those would, would offer me any kind of benefit to um, sacrifice the things that I get with the Apple Watch. And so I think they would be very similar uh, to uh, Wear OS devices. And then I think I would wear it for about a week and then it would go away. Then it would go away. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And I, I, I respect that. If you don't mind my putting you on the spot a little bit, like what do you use your Apple Watch for? Because you referenced now that you have the functionality, you're wearing it more consistently. What kind of functionality are we talking about? Like what are what's your use case for the Apple Watch? Uh, so really a lot of the things that I've been doing are just like uh, triaging the, the notifications on my uh, on my smart watch, or I'm sorry, on my smartphone by getting things like email notifications, um, texts from um, Telegram and, and from my wife with an SMS or iMessage, I guess, things like that, where it's really mm-hmm. nice that I can now just leave my uh, phone example, for, for example, on my desk at work or on my, you know, on the coffee table here. And I, and I can, you know, for an example, walk outside <clears throat> and I can yeah. take a phone call and not have to worry about, oh, my gosh, is, is, is my Bluetooth connectivity you know, gonna gonna cut out. Um, right. Yeah, like I think I said. Uh, yeah, I did say that on on the review. Right now, I have I definitely have not used the Apple Watch to the fullest of its capabilities. Um, in that, I don't have a lot of uh, like I don't have anything really going on mm, you know, smart home wise that's tied into Apple. It's it's all Google stuff, and even that, I I just don't really use that much with a smartwatch. Although I, I guess I could. Um, yeah. You know, and not a lot of apps that that have more of like um a secondary app functionality on on my smartwatch so it's really it's it's pretty simple stuff it's really just notifications and uh basic contact and connectivity but again the fact that i have it with uh the the lte connected uh the mobile connected version of it really has and that's that actually may be like outside of the fact that it's an apple watch may also be one of the reasons that i'm wearing it more Okay, is because yeah, because of, of uh, that always on connectivity, right? Because yeah. you're paying for it, you may as well use it. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's yeah. never stopped me yeah. from. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so, 
Okay. All right. And that that's totally legit. Yeah, I, I definitely do not use much of the fitness. I'm into sleep tracking just because, yeah. like, I want to know why I feel like crap every day. And as it turns out, I do not sleep nearly as much as I should. Like, Garmin actually goes so far as to give you, like, a sleep score. Hmm. And uh, I think for, like, a uh, the three-week stretch that I was reviewing the Garmin, I think I hit fair once. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, all my sleep was, like, poor, 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 crappy, poor, poor. Curious, what... Why are you not dead, poor, poor? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you should be dead right now. Yeah. What is the, what is the reasoning that it gives you? Do you wake up a lot in the middle of the night? Do you... Ah, uh, I probably go to bed too late. I probably wake up in the middle of the night too much, and I just—I don't know—I just toss and turn a lot. Um, you know, mm. especially around the holidays, it's been stressful. So, um, you know, I'm probably just not sleeping well that way. And I know my wife hasn't been sleeping well either. So I think even subconsciously, I'm picking up on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do get up like probably two or three times a night. Um, I do too. just because. Yeah, it's just it's just not good, you know. <laughs> when you get on the wrong side of forty, folks, <laughs> things I, start to go away. <laughs> well, yeah, you just uh, can't go as long. Yeah, between certain things, and I mean, and honestly, I and I, and I, I kind of remember my dad going through this too. This is this is again an aside, but I, yeah, before you said that, I was actually just thinking the exact same thing. I think it's just I, I think I'm going through like a body chemistry. Or something kind of change right now, a change of life, if you will, and yeah. and I definitely wake up more at night, and it I find it. I mean, I used to hit the bed, and I would wake up maybe once, but now mm. I'll wake up two or three times at night, and not always because I have to pee. I mean, sometimes I just I I can't fall back. You to just sleep. wake up, yeah, and then yeah. I'll go out and I'll watch uh, you know some YouTube on TV or something, just just trying to get myself to go back to sleep, and I. Honestly, yeah. I couldn't tell you why. Uh, yeah. well, but that, maybe that's what a smartwatch is for, to tell you Maybe. Why. Maybe. Yeah, I'll tell you, the other night, just, again, we're getting way off topic here, but the other night, I fell asleep at, like, 9.30. Yeah. And I woke up the next morning at, like, 7.30, and, like, I just felt so good. It is amazing. All day. You don't realize like, how bad you normally feel until you have one of those nights, and you're like, I feel amazing. Yeah. yeah. Is this the way other yeah. people feel? And so when you measure like your previous days against this day, you're like, oh, that explains it. Okay, I got you. There you go. I got you. You know what I? You know what I did get for Christmas? Sorry, this, I just just glanced over at my Slack and I, I realized. Um, but uh, my wife got me a new Scotty vest coat. Oh, so nice. Um, so you'll remember in what crappy shape the last one was so i, didn't know I think there will be vest that the last it was a scotty vest that was one that i reviewed for pocket now Eight so that's how long i've had that bad boy billion pockets <laughs> yeah so um so yeah there will be a review coming on that um for the for the podcast here but anyway so nah, we really need to stay on task probably because neither of us slept last night anyway um <laughs> if only we yeah, had so something like, to track our sleep I know, but like sleep tracking is actually like one of my primary use cases right now. I would actually rather have the watch off during the day than I would at night because like sleep tracking is as close as I get to health tracking because I'm a fat man. Uh, but <laughs> you know, uh, I just yeah. can't fathom why I don't sleep well at night. Yeah. 
Well, see, that that's not even a thing for me. I don't even drink that much pop anymore. If you're listening to the audio version of this, I just held up. It is now, let's see, what, for me, 9 o'clock, and I'm, I'm drinking a Diet Pepsi with caffeine. Yeah. I mean, at least it's, <laughs> at least it's diet. Uh, mm, that's true. But, but uh, yeah, New Year's resolution, we're not going to buy pop in our house anymore. Yeah, I so. need to get away from it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, like I said, bad things, are, bad things are happening, so it's time for some things to go away. Let me tell you, um, I, I will just say for anyone that's looking to, to kick the pop habit, just just go with um, uh, flavored. I, I mean, I, I, keep, I my, my daughter calls it bubbly, so we call it bubbly. But like oh, I can't uh, La, do carbonated LaCroix water. or... Nope, nope, gross. <laughs> I, I thought the same thing, but once you get used to it, it's honestly not so bad. And then when you have a soda, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's just like smacked in the face with flavor, but anyway, it did help. I us. worked for I worked for a startup in downtown Chicago. Trust me, I've been exposed to Lacroix, Lacroix, <laughs> Lacroix. Anyway, so I guess you know. I, I guess it turned. I thought this was going to be a super meaty topic, but I think we pretty much just like determined that you know. Garments are good because they last forever. But Apple watches are good because you can do anything on them. And Android wear sucks. I think that really is kind of our our our, our thesis statement for this well, particular show. Let me just talk about Garmin real quick. Uh, I have never mm-hmm. owned a Garmin smartwatch, so I don't have any experience with them. Yeah, but it, it, I was actually thinking something <laughs> earlier today, and that's the fact that I I could never look at. Garmin's lineup and tell you what all the different names are. I think there's one called the Vivo Active, but but yep. they have so many different models. And what's cool about them, even though it can be confusing, I mean, I can't imagine trying to sell, like working at like an REI and trying to sell all the different watches that they have. I would be overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like Samsung and their A series. <laughs> You're like A10. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but uh, but. They have a line of, I, I mean, because they, their their smartwatches go up into the or fitness tracking watches go up into the thousands of dollars. And and oh, our yeah. friend of oh, the yeah. show, Michael Fisher, excuse me, our friend of the show, Michael Fisher, a couple of times has reviewed a, um, I guess what, what am I trying to say? Uh, the boating. But there's a different. There, yeah, yeah. It's or, the- but but it's 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 uh, it's geared towards people who who. Uh, go out on the ocean or go out, you know, on, on boats. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah. I, I think that's really cool that they have, because I know they have uh, ones that are, that are, that are also uh, targeted towards people that uh, are, that, that race or people that uh, are pilots mm-hmm. and, and the yeah. style reflects that. So the style actually kind of reflect, it, it tries to mirror the style of, of like a, a diving watch or uh, the aviation watches that have the really, uh, simple faces and things like that but just i and and the quality of them really looks awesome i just i don't know i, I think garmin it's funny because when i think of garmin if you go back like you know 20 years ago i just think of them as being you know you, you'd buy like the aftermarket navigation uh unit you know because your car yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah. it built in totally. and now garmin's got this whole other thing going on it's just i don't know it's fascinating mm-hmm. to me and yeah the mark series is by the okay. way is what you're thinking gotcha but yeah because they've got the mark captain and the mark aviator and the mark yeah the for different like mm-hmm. you know it's it's really focused on different um different uh occupations right. but yeah i mean like you go to garmin's website and they've got smartwatches that are i think it's largely 
budgets that they're focusing on because they've got the Forerunner yeah. series, which is you know the Vivo Smart series, the Vivo Move, and like they start at like about a hundred and fifty bucks, and they go all the way up to you know the Mark, which is like almost two thousand right. dollars. So, um, you know they're. I, I've always considered Garmin's to be a little bit more expensive than their health competitors. Right. Like Fitbits, you can get for ninety nine bucks. Uh, the uh, the uh, the Mi Mi Band you can get for like fifty bucks. Um, and like you know they still do some real basic functionality, but I, I think just with the Garmin, you're getting a level of quality there. And when you put it up against like a, a you know a Apple Watch Series Eight. Garments aren't all that expensive, you know. Right. Um, you know, because or the, the series... ultra for that matter. It just depends on what. Oh and yeah, it, and put... I mean, I think part yeah. of that too, in the same way that you can buy some expensive, expensive uh, Wear OS uh, devices from um, brands that also offer designer or or expensive mechanical yeah. watches, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I I think I could take like the the captain as an example out on the town and not feel like i'm people are i'm gonna look at a place or i'm gonna look like a nerd because it actually looks like uh, a traditional luxury watch yeah yeah um you know whereas or if you have a if you have a venue sq2 it looks like an apple watch from a distance right. so definitely nobody will uh definitely nobody will isn't look that at you funny i guess i'm funny. not surprised but if you because the apple watch has been around for i think 10 years now and when it came out, I was like, a squircle? No one's going to want to wear that. And, the, and at the time, if you remember, they had all of those designer brands, all of the fashion brands there in the audience when they introduced it. And they had, you know, uh, fashion accessories that, you I mean, you could buy an Apple Watch for $10,000. I don't know if that's still the case. But now, right, right, as is the case with a lot of other things that Apple designs, they have so many emulators to the, yeah. to, to the point where... Now, I've actually seen non-smartwatches, like just regular analog watches that- That are square. That look like, that, yeah, that or not just square, but emulate the, the Apple Watch's style. <laughs> well, so I mean- It's come about, full circle. Think about the- No pun intended. Uh, the, the Wise Watch that we reviewed right. on this podcast mm -hmm. about a year ago. Oh, that That's was a definitely Apple Watch clone. an Apple Watch clone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so, um, you know, and, and I think- one thing that I actually kind of res lost respect for Apple a little bit for was when they came out with the always-on display, which I think was the Series 6 or Series 7. I don't remember. It's very fairly recent, yeah. But, yeah, it was a fairly recent thing. and um, You mean when they invented it? Right, when they invented <laughs> it. No, because, like, the reason I lost a little bit of respect for them was because I, th I felt like before that, Apple really understood what a smartwatch was, which was a second screen on your wrist that also can happen to tell you the time. So, like, it made sense that the screen was off when you were swinging your arm down by your side because you don't need to see the time when your arm isn't, like, when your hand isn't directly in front of your face, you know? Oh. And so, I and I felt like when, when Apple gave in and, like, came out, came out with the always-on display and everyone's like, finally, I won't have this black square on my wrist. I'm like, why did you care? Like, it's not like you can see the black square. And when you could see the black square, the face was lit up. So it didn't matter, you know? But I, like, but I, and, what, and while they touted it as not being something that they felt was needed based on, <laughs> I, I, you know, they, they tried, they justified it as much as they could with marketing speak when the, um, 
Apple Watch came out. I mean, I I think that they would have implemented that had they felt like the battery life would be acceptable. Sure, sure. And I I, I think they got it finally to the point. caught up. I, I, the, 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 yeah. smart, the processors have just, for one, become more efficient. Yeah, they got to a point where they could justify the battery drain, but at the same time, I kind of wish they had stuck to their guns and said, you know what, this is a screen on your wrist that happens to be watch-shaped, not a watch that is also a a phone. You can turn it off. Yeah, I know, I know, I don't. And the Apple Watch SE doesn't ha- it doesn't even have right, it, so it's right. really not that big of a deal. But the the Garmin SQ2 did, and I turned on always on display, trying to kill the battery. It still took me three days, hmm. <laughs> you know. And it's like um, versus you know, I, versus what without it? I'm curious. Um, Ish. I left. I'm gonna say about. Maybe eight to ten days with the always on display off. That's crazy the amount of difference, though. You have to understand, I only reviewed it for three weeks. Mm. So, like, I didn't have a whole lot of time to play with the battery settings and figure out what will kill it faster. All I know is, like, I turned everything on full bore except for the GPS, which was, um, you know, pulse ox monitoring, heart monitoring. Mm. Always on display. I think those were like the three big things that you could change. I turned all of those on all the time, and I still got three days of battery life out of it. And when I turned off the pulse pulse ox monitoring um, and set that to just nighttime, because I, I I need to know what my pulse my what my blood oxygen level is at night because my doctor is trying to convince me that I have sleep apnea and I keep showing him the data to say, I do not drop below 90% anytime during the night, buddy. Um, and so that's like the only thing hold, uh, keeping him at bay. Um, but uh, like but anyway. taking out the pamphlets for, uh, I forget what those are called, the CPAP, CPAP machines. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So when I set, um, when I, when I, when I set that to nights only, and I still had the always on display time, uh, screen on. I want to say it was about like five days, five, six days, give or take. Um, and then, you know, if I turned off the always on display, I'm I'm positive I would have gotten seven to eight days, give or mm. take. So it's it's no joke. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I think we're, to, with today's discussion, if we've done anything, it's to reinforce that, number one, there's a variety of different options for you out there and that absolutely you know if if you're looking for something that's fitness focused and and you don't need the app integration that something like an apple watch gives you then i think you're better off going with uh something like uh uh, one of the garments that you reviewed simply because of the the battery life freedom that it gives you it does It's, it's amazing and i love it and like i said it it was almost enough to make me not go back to the Apple Watch because <laughs> I've got the Venue 2 Plus, which is what I'm wearing now, um, which is what I will wear in um, at CES. And, you know, I don't... I I probably won't bother to charge it between now and the end of CES. It'll probably be just fine. Um, which is just... It, you're right. It's, it's, it's freedom. And it's, you know, freedom! Uh, but no, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's liberating, honestly, is what yeah. it is. It's, yeah. it's just... It's, it's a really great feeling to know that you don't have to run back to a charger every day and a half just to, you know not have a watch that's dead it's so dumb. and still get your sleep tracking and things like that <laughs> and, stuff outside and still of get your sleep tracking. right mm-hmm. the things so. that you value most i guess yeah I, okay well 
Any New Year's resolutions for 2023? I think we've actually, the podcast has already gotten through a lot of its re- resolutions where, you know, <laughs> we've already done our pivot and we're making some changes to the podcast mm-hmm. uh, in advance of the New Year's, so we won't be doing anything specifically there, but um, uh, yeah. I don't I don't know if I want to call this a New Year's resolution, but I, I am trying to be um, a little more um, in the moment with my life and, and get away from social mm. media. Um, I just got rid of Facebook. That's good because social media is trying to get away from you. <laughs> Thanks, Elon. Yeah. Although, did you see Tesla's? As of like yesterday, its stock price was down to 100 bucks. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I knew that it was back to like pre 2020 levels. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, that's not going well. <laughs> um,. Yeah, stockholders we'll, t- or... we'll talk about that next month. <laughs> we'll talk about that. And next with that month. bombshell, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I think I could definitely stand to be a little bit more in the moment, a little bit less workaholicy. Yeah, um, you know, especially now that I'm back to freelancing. <laughs> you know, like if you're not working, you're not making money, and that just right. kind of eats away at the back of my brain. So, um, but I, you know, I'm very as tumultuous occupationally as 2020 was i'm glad that i landed at slash gear because i am having a great time over there um you know just the people that i'm working with the things that i'm doing you know i'm not siloed into specifically mobile which is a good thing because i like you know i like to stick my finger in a lot of different pies so um you know the next thing i'm reviewing for slash gear is a a vacuum cleaner i mean like this is this is pretty good you're living the dream my friend I'm living the dream, and um, and uh, yeah. So like, I, I'm I'm happy where it ended. I can't be I can't be upset about 2020 because I, you know, it was a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a rough year. But yeah, uh, I'm yeah. glad that we're I'm glad that we're back. I'm glad that you and I are back because you know for a while there it looked kind kind of kind of dodgy, <laughs> but as to whether or not we were going to oh, uh, make it back right. to the airwaves. Um, so no, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that you and I are figuring this thing out, and I think we've got a I think we're onto something here. Yeah, I do too. So Re- we're loving just the new to... uh, review format, loving uh, you know, and I think it's also giving me a chance to uh, to to try some. When I say it's giving me a chance, I mean this new format, um, the new things that we're trying is giving me a chance to uh, to try some new things, to create some yeah. things outside of you know that maybe are a little outside of my wheel, uh, wheelhouse of of my experience, and and I like yeah. that. I mean, you know, going back into the fact that you and I are in our our mid forties ish now, uh, you know, sometimes you kind of feel like I don't know, like am I going to age out of the creative stuff? Am I going to um, you know, is it time to like put on the, put on the, the code and time being in more of like a managerial role because, you know, maybe you, and there's, there's, there's a struggle with feeling relevant, right? Um, yeah. yeah. And you know, this, this to me, regardless of, 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 uh, you know, where things end up, but I, I, I mean, this is, I, I love learning new things and this gives me that sort of the confidence to say, Hey, I can, I can still try new things and, and, and learn new things yeah. and, and grow, right? Like this Definitely. isn't, it's not time for me to uh, have a midlife crisis and buy a sports car. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe, maybe soon, but, but no, definitely not yet. And I think overall, um, 
you know, you're still, when I say you, I mean the listener will still continue to see some evolutions with this podcast. You know, we were off air just before this. We were looking at some new graphics and stuff that we can integrate into the show. So, like, really, uh, you know, this this podcast is definitely moving forward. And that's a good thing. We're on a semi-regular schedule at this point. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and we're starting to... Putting out more content uh, than we've ever put up before i think so. i I, th- I think so yeah we're uh, we're, do- we're doing good uh, actually another episode just went up um earlier today on youtube oh. so um so yeah I, it's a little bit late i meant to do it a couple days ago but hey whoopsie new format we're still playing we're still learning mm-hmm. but anyway um so let's go ahead and round things out i'm going to uh, uh wish you cliff a happy new year and a happy 2023 and all to our listeners out there happy new year happy tw- 2023 and uh yeah so um, cool. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Please sub- consider subscribing to the podcast, the audio podcast, if you're listening to this audio Lee, and the YouTube channel if you're watching this. Uh, hit that subscribe button, smash that bell, and uh, you'll get all the new v- episodes as they drop. And if you want some early access, jump onto Patreon at patreon.com/slash benefit of a doubt. I would like to thank co-producer and co-host Cliff for all of his hard work behind the scenes. I think the co-hosting is going to be unspoken though because. Honestly, co-producer just kind of runs off, rolls off the tongue a little bit better. But yeah, anyway, I'd like to thank co-producer Cliff and co-host Cliff for all of his hard work behind the scenes. But most of all, and as always, I'd like to thank you for listening and for giving us the benefit of the doubt. <laughs>